It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Provocative discussion, intelligence analysis, and fearless comment. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley-Brewer on Talk Radio. It's been a good week, guys. It's been a good week. I mean, it's horrible people coming out of lockdown and lots of people going into lockdown light in tier three. I do. Oh, my goodness me. We are fighting for you guys. We really are. Uh, we have though had that wonderful good news, didn't we, on Wednesday morning about the vaccine. We know last night the vaccine has actually arrived. The first batch is in the country. But even better than all of that, guys, even better than all of that. The next line, the next word you're going to hear. Uh, good morning to Dave Chawner. Good morning. Good morning. See, does that, I mean, that's, seriously, if you had to weigh up between hearing that and getting a vaccine for COVID, I think it's, I think it's a hard choice. I think it's a hard choice. I'm thinking for under 70s, I'm going with Dave Chawner. Well, that'd be nice. I mean, that's always been my rule. So that's great. <laughs> um, Dave, look, um, um, we, 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 I have to say, I, I was all right on Mystery Guts Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, we got the news of the uh, the vaccine. And of course, everyone started already finding problems because that's that's what we're trying to do, uh, uh, you know, in, in journalism in Britain, Britain these days. I mean, they're obviously going to have the rollout. We've got all the logistics, all of that. But um, I'd love to know how, how you're feeling about all of that now. I just think it's nice to have some good news to talk about. And actually, you know what? It's been a terrible year for everyone across the board. Let's look forward. Let's be positive. And I'm sure that things are going to get better. And how exciting is that? Yeah, I mean, things mostly do get better. I mean, that's the funny thing is that people have this idea in this country that... um, that, that, you know, the world is terrible. I mean, if you do polling people about, you know, what the world is like and, and how many people of, you know, you know, infant mortality or literacy or, or whether people are living on a dollar a day, poverty, all of that stuff. Most people are, get it completely wrong. They have no idea that in the last, say, not just in the last maybe 50 years, the last 10 years alone, the, the amazing developments we have seen in terms of people's lives, everybody's lives around the world uh, have completely changed. I, I have always believed in, in the power of, uh, of, of the, the human beings to take on these issues and, and deal with these issues. The vaccine very much a root out of this. Also root out of this for the politicians because they need an out because they don't seem to be able to sort of back down on the, yeah, we've taken away everyone's liberties. We don't really know how to give them back uh, even if we wanted to uh, because uh, we, we, we've apparently committed to zero COVID deaths, which is never going to happen. Um, but what is interesting, of course, is a lot of this uh, ties in actually with this big target announced out today by the Prime Minister. Ambit- I hate whenever they say it's an ambitious new target. Target, uh, that's when I get into yes, Prime Minister mode, and I think, hmm, ambitious. What's that going to cost? That's my first thought. We're going to cut greenhouse gases by 68% from the 1990 levels. They're already down a good whack of that already, uh, but by 2030, to, to ahead of that 20, that 2050 net zero carbon emissions target. Now, 
These are all very complicated concepts um, and they're also very expensive policies. This would be the fastest cut of any major economy. Um, it, it, effectively, one of the papers today, they're pointing out we'd need to have um, just under 50% of all cars on our roads to achieve that target by 2030 being electric cars. Well, given that it's about 1% or 2% right now, even with the ban on new electric car sales coming in, we're still going to, I mean, you know, I'm not going to give up my diesel car overnight. If it's still running, I'll still be using it. Um, we are talking about a huge cost to our society, huge changes. Um, and, and I don't know who they think is going to pay for it other than the taxpayer, who, by the way, will still be paying for, we're still paying for the, the, you know, the 2010 crash and we're still going to be paying for COVID. Where's this money coming from? I think, oh, ye of little faith, because you know what, actually, we've grounded pretty much the entire aviation industry for the past 12 months. That's helped boost the figures. I think it'll be all right. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I let's think... just lock down everybody to, to reach, a, reach a randomly chosen plucked out of thin air target. This is what kind of gets me is that I think you've got to do it sensibly. I don't think anyone is saying that, you know, like moving to more sustainable stuff is is a bad idea long term. But then when you're pumping, pumping billions in to putting solar panels in hull, then people are like, well, that's probably not the, the best idea. And I think that it is it's one of these things that I read it as set the bar far too high so that you're try and make some movement in that direction but surely it's unachievable um well yeah i mean th this is the thing it, it is it is pretty unachievable without massive changes to people's lives but but i don't remember us agreeing to that I, I do think there's an awful lot that governments promise on things um, without having discussed it with us, but it makes them feel terribly good. And, and when, of course, you know, a lot of this, a lot of people are saying is it's all ahead of us hosting next November in Glasgow, uh, COP26, this massive climate change summit where everyone's going to grandstand and, and basically say, no, 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 we're going to cut our emissions more. No, no, we're going to cut our emissions more. Meanwhile, China laughing their backsides off at us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we may as well just give the world to China at this point. Well, I do. I, I kind of do get that. And I'd be honest, I don't really know that much about climate change and the ins and the outs of stuff. And I, I kind of think I'm not that sure the government the... does either. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a very hot topic that a lot of people talk about. But I don't know the stats. I don't know the figures. And actually, you know what? I'm just going to toddle on with yeah. my. But daily I, but, oh, but, I, but I think that's what they count on. You see, because all of the uh, yeah, all of the activists, everyone, they 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 just want us to don't pay attention. We're just going to have these targets, and then and then and when you and when your electricity and your gas bills have trebled. And when you and when you have the power shut off because we've got wind farms uh, instead of uh, you know big big you know, gas power stations running our our, our power and uh, and when and when you charge an extra sort of thousand pounds to get on a flight because of the extra charges for carbon emissions when when you're told you're going to have to replace your boiler at great expense when you're paying taxes uh, to uh, to you know sort of subsidise everyone getting an electric car when they're you know six grand more than uh, than a diesel or a petrol um, yeah then people will wake up but then it will be too late because that's when the economy stuffed. I mean, I, I, again, this is the long-term stuff that the governments do, which a lot of us don't pay, and I'm, I myself don't pay enough attention to. But th this, I mean, this is going to cost us 
so much more than anything any other government has ever done, um, other than wartime. Uh, but hey, we, we will we will get to it a little bit later. Let's talk. Um, let's talk about though what um, Anthony Fauci had to say about the vaccine because this is interesting. <laughs> right old Rao getting up. This, of course, is the guy who stood next to Donald Trump and basically tried to be the voice of sanity on on, on dealing with uh, 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 the uh, the vaccine the, the virus in America. But um, he he he's had to basically sort of explain and apologize that he when he was saying that well you know Britain had gone a bit faster than we had. Uh, so then, then the Americans would, in terms of uh, a, a, you know, the regulatory authorities approving the vaccine, that was taken as a as a criticism, wasn't it, of 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 our safety procedures? And now he's had to say, no, it's not that. It's just that if we went appeared to go too fast, Americans just simply wouldn't take the vaccine. They wouldn't trust it. I I just thought this was exceptional, you know. And you've already got the tin hat brigade going. Oh, it's filled with chemicals, and you're like, yeah, so's a corn dog and chips, but you'll eat that. I just... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It makes me laugh so much that how like and, and obviously Gavin Williamson comes out yesterday and said we only got this because we've got the best people in the world. And you're like, well, you just need to look in Parliament. and You know, that's not true. I just think that people are trying to politicise something that, that isn't. I, I personally don't think it's political and maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, it did really seem like playground politics. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, things, he was Fauci, making a legitimate yeah. point, wasn't he? Which is that actually there's a lot of distrust in America and a lot of this has become massively politicised, uh, party political, even wearing masks is party political. I mean, it, wearing masks is a political decision in my view, but it's not party political. It's not Republican or Democrat in the same way as in America. But um, but he just said his his whole idea is that actually, look, you just think, you know, so many Americans who don't trust uh, the vaccines is been so much anti-vax, uh, uh, you know, stuff going on in America that actually they're better off doing a much, uh, a much more a, a, a process that looks like it's much more safety orientated than it actually is. It's going to be no different to ours. Who are we kidding? Um, uh, but that will make more people be willing to take the vaccine, and therefore more people will be uh, will be uh, saved by the vaccine. But yeah, it did look like he was having a bit of a dig. Um, but it is the case. I mean, the, the the European Medicines Agency was based in London for many years. We do have, I mean, Imperial College in Oxford and Cambridge and in Kings College, we have some of the, the, the top world re- institutes and, and, and you know, academic institutions dealing with medical research. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it, is a, it is a statement of fact that we, have, we are among the best in the world at this stuff. <laughs> you know, I you don't have to be a little that. Englander to know that. That is the case, you know. I just think that would be a great response of like, oh, of course, America is going to struggle with this concept because we're just better than you. (laughs) So that's the I just think that's great. Yeah, I I think that the anti-vaxxer thing really genuinely does quite scare me. Oh, absolutely. It's just in the States. I think it's coming out to roost in the UK and more and more people are going to get worried about this, which is why I think. You know, I think that's why we should make it fun with the vaccine, you know, sort of new parlor games, pin the pin the vaccine on the granny, uh, inject it in mince pies, repurpose Debenham stores to give the vaccine out and have a little bit of a shop. Like, have a bit of fun with it. <laughs> I love the idea of doing that. I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I what do you think of the, the idea with which George Bush, uh, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama have said that they would take the vaccine at the same time uh, and have it on, and, you know, have the vaccine also on, on television and so to show, you know, non-party political and and that they believed it was safe. And of course, some of them as men, including George Bush, obviously uh, in the right, and, and Bill Clinton actually in the, in the age category that most needs it. Um, I mean, do, do you think that will encourage more people? 
See, more and more politicians keep on saying that they would have the vaccine and they would do it on TV. And I'm like, I thought I'm a celeb was bad enough. I mean, this is just the most boring viewing I can imagine. I don't I don't know why these politicians think so many people want to watch them get vaccinated. It would be very dull watching. No, but isn't, isn't it the idea that it, they show it's safe? That they, that they um, you know, they're saying, look, you know, people say, well, oh, you wouldn't be willing to take it. Well, you know, here I am getting the vaccine. Here I am with my mum getting the vaccine vaccine what you know we believe this is safe this is how safe we believe it is but we are we are back to john gummer giving his uh, his kid a uh, a burger during bse aren't we territory <laughs> that's one for the oldies oh absolutely and the thing that really makes me laugh as well is because i'm on one of the vaccine trials I'm, I'm on one of the rubbish ones and no one's going to get the vaccine that i've got it's not very good but the people that are signing up to the oxford vaccine i was there at the testing center the other day they just can't get enough people to come in which is a really heartening and optimistic thing that hopefully when it does roll out then more people will sign up for it the breakfast briefing with julia hartley brewer on talk radio if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.